We do. We love Ethan. Hey, friends. Thank you for that welcome, Tim. That was really, um, that was really beautiful and no bias. Um, my name's Laura, in case you didn't pick that up, and it's great to be here on a Friday night. Who else thinks it's pretty great to be here on a Friday night? Excellent. All right, first thing I want you to do is make sure you're in groups of three or four with people you don't mind having a chat with. You've got 90 seconds, let's go. 90 seconds, get into groups, let's do this. You don't need 90 seconds. No, that's too long. All right, I'm gonna count you down from 10 because this is too long. 10, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Woo! All right. So now that we're in groups, we're going to continue talking about what since you started discussing last house party. Does anyone remember what we were talking about last house party? Yep. Yeah. Absolutely, well done. <laughs> we're talking about emotions and how they're not the boss of us. So what I want you to do, all together on the count of three, shout out an emotion to me. One, two, three. <laughs> Love it. I'm gonna pretend I heard a couple of them. I'm a bit worried that the only one that I actually heard clearly was anger, but <laughs> let's keep going. Um, so we've got some really great stuff here, but before I reveal what I'm talking about tonight, I'm going to get my lovely volunteer, Ash, up here. Ash, thank you so much. You've got an important role to play tonight. If I can just get you to wait here for a moment. Thank you. All right, let's give it up to Ash. So tonight I really want to talk to you about a nice, light-hearted emotion. We're going to have a chat about guilt. Can we all say, ooh? All right. I want you, this time I will give you 90 seconds, but I want you to talk to the people in your group and come up with some words or some feelings that you use to describe guilt. Go, let's go, 90 seconds. seconds left. Five, 
almost, guys. The year is going fast. All right. Um, what were some ways that we described guilt? What were some words or some feelings we associated? Yucky. Yucky. What else? Guilty. Guiltiness. Yeah, okay. I want some more creativity. Come on. I'm an English teacher. Sorry? Worried. Anxiety. Overwhelming. Regretfulness. The shame. These are great. Well, they're not great, but these are great words, guys, to describe guilt. Although I think I'm going to pick one word tonight. I'm not sure if I heard it, so if I did, well done. Um, I'd like to pick the word heavy. So this is where our volunteer comes into play. Ash, you know I have three cats at home. So I go through a lot of cat food. Um, that's a 10 kilo bag of cat food. Can you pick it up for me, please? Excellent. Um, I want to ask you to hold it above your head. All right. Here's the deal, Ash. You can't, you can't put it down. You have to hold it. You can rearrange it. You can hold it on a shoulder if you get desperate. You can hold it with one hand or the other. But you cannot put this down. We're going to check back in with Ash in a little bit. All right. Thanks, Ash. So, we've all done things in our lives that we're not proud of. Maybe you've betrayed a friend, you've talked about them behind their back, deliberately excluded them from something. Maybe you've cheated playing sports, games, maybe a test at school. Maybe you've spoken meanly or disrespectfully to someone. And you know what I'm talking about. It's not necessarily what we say, but it's the tone in which we say it, the way we say things. Maybe you've spoken like this to your brother, your sister, mum, dad, your friends. Maybe you've treated somebody else badly because it was okay, everybody was doing it. Maybe you've shared a picture of someone that you shouldn't have. Maybe you've shared a picture of yourself that you shouldn't have. Maybe you've taken a joke too far and hurt a friend's feelings. Maybe we've stolen something. Maybe we've lied to get our own way. Maybe we've done something with a boyfriend or girlfriend that we don't feel particularly good about. I'm not going to ask you to share this with your group because for some of us, it's not something we're comfortable sharing. But it is something that we think about. Maybe not all the time, maybe very, very rarely, but we do think about it sometimes. Like right now. Pretty much because I've brought it up. And there's stuff that I feel bad about too. Because no matter what way you choose to look at this, we feel guilty and we feel bad because we did it. Whatever that thing is that you're thinking about, you feel bad and you're feeling bad because you did it. We can't go back in time and change the past. You can't unsay what you've said. You can't go back in time and be a better friend, a better brother, sister, a better person. So what can we do? We're stuck with this guilt and it is heavy. Speaking of heavy, hey Ash, <laughs> how are you going? Sweating. <laughs> mm, thought so? Okay, um, keep holding it. Guilt makes us off balance. Can I get, get you to have a bit of a walk? 
Just a little bit of a walk. Let's give her a clap. How's that feel? I, I can see the sweat. If you, need, if you need to hold it a bit lower, you can hold it a bit lower. It's okay. Thanks, Ash. All right. You're doing really well. Super proud. Okay. <laughs> and here's the thing. We try to move on from what we feel bad about. But it's the past, and it's, it's not designed to be completely left behind. And as much as we want to put distance between ourselves and the thing that we feel bad about, we can't seem to leave it behind. And if we don't resolve it, it will travel with us. We will try to, we try to stuff it down and not think about it. We try to rationalise it in our heads and say, everyone was doing it, or they knew it was a joke. Did they? And what I've talked about tonight so far sucks. It really sucks. That heavy feeling of guilt, of knowing that we did the wrong thing, about being off balance, it all pretty much sucks. Because I know that every single person in this room was able to think about something that they've done that they feel bad about, me included. But here's the great thing. There is another way. Tell the person next to you there is another way. There is another way. Love it. There is another way. We don't. We don't need, there is another way. We don't need to stuff it down. We don't need to lie to ourselves and pretend that it never happened. You do not need to be defined by your past and you do not need to deny your past. Jesus offers you another option. We're going to have a look at the Bible and focus in particular on a man called Paul. Paul carried more regret and guilt than anyone in this room. Anyone. So here's the deal with Paul. He didn't become a follower of Jesus until Jesus had returned to heaven. He was super late to the Jesus party. Super late. But before he was a follower of Jesus, Paul was actually named Saul, and he was one pretty messed up guy. Not only did he get super late to the Jesus party... He was a terrible guy. He would hunt down followers of Jesus, those that believed in him, and he would straight up murder them. In Acts, which is a book in the Bible, it actually tells us that Paul worked hard and killed men and women who believed. He put them in chains and sent them to prison. He killed Jesus' followers. He put them in chains. And then we hear about Paul's radical experience with God. He was literally on his way to another city to track down more followers of Jesus when he encountered God. His life changed completely. He became Paul. He knew God. It was amazing. And here's the thing. Paul, who had straight up murdered a lot of Christians, then had to go to these same People, these same Christians, the people who he may have killed their mothers, fathers, sons, daughters, these same people that he had been murdering, and he had to preach to them about the love and grace of Jesus. It's a pretty big deal. Let's stop for a moment. 
in your groups, I want you to discuss how Paul must have felt when he was with these Christians. How would he have felt? You've got 90 seconds. Let's go. How do you think Paul felt? Wait, what was it again? Alpha. Oh, yeah, right. Um, it would be super overwhelming for him, I think. Um, yeah. All I can hear about is the word guilt. Mm. Like, actually. Yeah. Like what he was doing was so full on, like so full on. And then like, it's Less New Year's, love it. Um, so what did what we come up with? How did Paul feel? Guilty. Guilty? H- how else? Heavy. Heavy, unworthy. Sorry? Scared. That must have been terrifying for Paul to go to these people and say, I've changed. And they're like, really? Yeah, how else? Embarrassed? Absolutely. All right. Here's the incredible thing. Through his experience with God, Paul knew that there was another way. There is a place where your past is neither defining who you are, nor is it forgotten. You don't have to pretend that something didn't happen. You can face it and not fear the consequences. This is because of Jesus. So we know that God sent his son, Jesus, to the earth so that we could be free from condemnation. We could be free from the consequences of what we'd done. Jesus died on the cross. He took the weight of our sin, our guilt, our shame. He took all that crap in our lives, the stuff that separated us from God, and he took the blame for it. On the cross, Jesus took what we deserved so that we could be made right in God's eyes and stand before him blameless. In Colossians, it tells us that yet now he has reconciled you to himself, so to God, through the death of Jesus in his physical body. As a result, he has brought you into his own presence, the presence of God, and you are holy and blameless as you stand before God without a single fault. That is you. That is every person in this room. Jesus facilitated a brand new relationship with God, He took what we deserved so we would not be trapped between denying what we've done and living a lie and facing it and facing the consequences. The world wants you to believe that you are guilty, to find your identity in this. It wants to tell you that guilt is the boss of you, 
You did it. You are guilty. It wants you to hear the voice in your head that tells you, they wouldn't be my friend if they knew what I've done. Or, I don't deserve to be in a position of leadership, not with my past. Or for some of us, I shouldn't be here tonight. I don't belong. I've done some pretty awful stuff. Please hear me on this. You do belong. You are meant to be here. And you are so, so loved. Those who are willing to acknowledge the condemning truth, the crappy stuff they've done and confess it to Jesus, are able to regain their balance. You can bring your guilt to him with your eyes wide open. And when we confess this to Jesus, he takes it. Let's check back in with Ash. Okay, can I, can I take this from you? Can I, can I take it? Thank you. All right. Oh. How do you feel? Uh, right now, light. <laughs> Fully light. My shoulders are sore from holding the weight, um, but I'm feeling good now. You feel better? I feel free. Excellent. Can we give her a clap? <laughs> when we confess to Jesus, we are lighter. We are free. We are no longer defined by our guilt or denying our guilt. We are free. We are so incredibly free in Jesus that when he looks at us, he says, when I see you, I don't see that. When I see you, I don't see that. And when you look at you, when you look at yourself in the mirror, when you catch a glimpse of your reflection as you pass a window, God doesn't want you to see that either. He doesn't want you to be defined by your guilt, to deny your guilt. He wants to take it. And when you look at other people, instead of focusing on what they've done wrong, try to see them in the way that God does. So we know this. We know that by confessing our guilt to God, he takes it. He frees us from it. But sometimes we can't help but think about it. What do we do then? While we're not defined by our guilt, it is not who we are. We no longer need to deny it. Coming back to the story of Paul that we talked about, the reason we know the awful unconscionable things that Paul did is because he wrote them down. Now, I'm not suggesting that you start making a list or document it, but know this, because you are free in Jesus, you don't need to deny your guilt. Instead, let it remind you of the grace and forgiveness of God. Let it remind you that when he looks at you, he doesn't see that. Let it remind you that you are a child of God. Do not let it define you. Rather, as Paul tells us, it is good to boast in our weakness, for where we are weak, Christ is strong. He is strong. You are so much more than your past, Gateway Youth than the crappy stuff that you've done or you've said. 
God wants you to confess this to him. He doesn't want you to live a lie or carry your guilt or be defined by your past. He wants you to live in the freedom that only he offers. Let's pray. Lord, thank you that you are a good God, that your grace and mercy just overflows in this place. I just ask that you work in the hearts of everyone here tonight, that they know through your Son, Jesus Christ, that there is no condemnation. They are not defined by their guilt, nor do they need to deny it, but in you they are free. Amen.